Are you ready to tackle your budget but not sure where to start? Do you want to feel free from your finances so you can handle your debt, plan for the future, and even go on vacation? This episode's for you. We're going to address tons of commonly asked budgeting questions, give you a step-by-step guide to begin budgeting, and tips and tricks to stick with it. Let's get started. You're listening to Living Created with Ashley Joe, a lifestyle podcast to encourage and equip girls to live the extraordinary lives God created for them. Let's discover what we were created for together. Here is your host, Ashley Joe. Hi friends, welcome to episode five of Living Created. I cannot believe I've already recorded five episodes. I still really feel like I have no idea what I'm doing, but that's okay. Today we're going to dive into the topic of budgeting and all things budgeting. I use a budget and I stick with it and that's actually probably the main reason or like way that I bought my house. I bought my house a couple months ago, probably like six months ago. I've lived here in Dimrist and I absolutely adore it and it is really big and it's definitely a blessing of the Lord and he definitely guided and led that whole situation but I definitely showed God that I was responsible and managed my money really well to get to this point. And so I just want to share all tips and tricks that I've learned about budgeting and how you can budget and common excuses I've heard, easy steps, easy steps to get you where you want to go. And then we're going to go over how to stick with it too, because I know the actual follow through is probably what's the hardest part because you can get really excited, do it in like 20 minutes. And then two months later say, wow, I did all that work and I didn't really stick with it. So let's dive into the information. Let's start with normal things I hear from people, reasons that they don't want to do a budget, they don't have enough time, blah, 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 so many excuses. We all have excuses for all the things we don't want to do, but this has to be something you work through and you get to that point and think that it's important. Trust me, trust me, it is. It can change so many aspects of your life and it can bring you peace too. So let's get started. The most commonly heard excuse I hear so, so often about budgeting is that you're in too much debt or you really have absolutely no idea where to start and it's just too overwhelming. You have to, have to, have to make a budget. That is the only way you are going to be able to handle all the debt you're probably in because you're not paying attention to your to any of your expenses or anything that you spend money on and you're just spending money on things that you probably don't even need and not even realizing it. You cannot have a budget and manage your money if you're not aware of how much money you make, where it goes, and why you're poor. Staying in the dark about where your finances are is literally just going to get you in a very, very, very deep financial hole that is going to be much, much, much harder to get out of because you didn't handle it before. So if that's you, please hear me and my kind words. You have to just do it. It is way less scary than you make it seem. You are not going to be stuck in debt for the rest of your life. Like, listen to me. Whatever it is, whatever number it is, I've heard greater stories, people with like upwards of $200,000 of debt and they tackled it and they got rid of it in less than like three years and then they were free. Like you can do it. You can handle your debt. You can handle your credit cards. You can handle all of that stuff. You just have to start. You have to figure out where you're at and how to handle it and make a plan to better manage your money. Another common excuse I have, I hear, is I don't make enough money to budget. 
you, if you make any money, actually, you don't even have to make money to budget. If you're spending money, then you probably should be budgeting. Like, seriously, everybody should. There's no way you don't spend money. Like, you definitely do, even if you spend just a little bit. Say, like, in college, my parents gave me a $100 budget every month until I got my job, I think my, like, second year. But um, they started, they helped me get started. And so I only had $100 every month, but I budgeted and I handled it well. And it was enough for me to see, oh, I could go to the movies and go out to dinner with my friends or I could plan that weekend trip and save for that in three months or whatever. Just handle it. Trust me, you need a budget, even if you're just making a little bit of money or just spending a little bit of money. Another excuse I hear a lot is my income changes too much. Let me tell you, I'm a freelancer, I am self-employed, and my income changes like every month, but I've finally gotten a little bit more consistent income. So either average out over a couple of months how much you make and then go from there, or just try to use, like, look every month at this is how much I have projected that's going to come in. So this is how much, like, look at your income first. I'm going to make approximately, let's say, 1500 this month. And then look at all your expenses because your expenses shouldn't be changing that much. And then go from there. And then another excuse I hear a lot is I don't have enough time to budget. Um, yes, you do. Like, trust me, trust me, trust me. You do. You do. Literally, it takes probably like 30 minutes. Well, probably maybe a little bit longer. Let's say 30 minutes in the beginning of your first month to really look at how you spend money and then 30 minutes at the end of that month to make a budget. And then every month after that, all you have to do, which is what I use, I use an automated system called Mint. You literally can have it all automated. Like you don't have to do any work, but look at it and then categorize things according to if they were categorized incorrectly. So like if you spent money on Amazon and actually it wasn't on clothes, you actually bought food or something, then you change the category or you split it. But you literally can do it in less than five minutes. I have a, an app on my phone, it's awesome. And I will share a little bit more about it later, but it automates everything and it is so easy breezy. So that excuse is absolutely invalid. It is going to be a quick, quick process once you set it up and stick to it, I promise. Okay, why do you need a budget? I mean, we can look at a lot of different things like you need it for the money and for management and blah, blah, blah. But let's look at it at a spiritual level. You, when you budget your money, it will bring you peace because then you're aware of how much money you have coming in and going out and it puts you in a situation where you can rely on God as your ultimate provider. It also shows God that you're choosing to honor him and to manage your money faithfully. Like you're proving to him that you're trustworthy and that he can give you more responsibility and more, just more of him. A few other fun reasons for why you need a budget is you would have extra money to do fun things like go on vacation or spend more money on clothes if that's what you love to do or start a new business or any of those kind of things. And it's also a really, really awesome skill to have and it's something that you can share with other people. It's something that you can teach your kids in the future. It's something you can share with other girls that's, that are in your life that may be struggling. 
Hey friend, I'm interrupting this awesome budgeting episode because I totally forgot to mention something to you. If you're ready right now to make a budget, I made some budget sheets for you. They're only $10 at thecreatedacademy.com and they're called the Money Well Managed Workbook. They are simple, only a few pages long, and they include all the awesome build a budget steps I've included in this episode, plus so much more. If you wanna see what your financial worth is, it makes it so easy to calculate. If you're discovering your categories, it's there for you. If you need help creating financial goals, I've got you covered there too. Go to thecreatedacademy.com to check it out. Okay, now that we've dove into common excuses that I hear, things that are holding you back from budgeting, and why you need a budget, let's get into how to create a budget. So this is for the girls who don't already have it, like haven't gotten started, haven't tried anything, totally simple steps, but also really awesome to make sure that you looked at all of these to review what budget you already have too. So let's get started with number one. You have to look at how you already spend money because a budget that's gonna be realistic and easy for you to stick to and actually implement in your life is gonna be according to how you already spend money. So you have to first look at your income, how much money do you make? You have to then look at your bills, like the things that happen every month. So say you pay $37 for your iPhone or you have medical insurance and those things come out around the same day of the month every month. So make a list of your bills. Then look at how much money you typically spend in other categories. So look at the ones that are first necessity and then go from there. Do you spend a lot of money on groceries? How much money do you spend on gas? Do you spend money on clothes? Is that something you enjoy buying? Do you buy too much of them? (laughs) Like me sometimes, but typically I spend all my money on books, which is also a budget in my categories. I spend money on my blog because that's something that I spend money on every month. Um, Just go ahead and look through and then try to do bigger categories for them. So my biggest category on my specific budget is shopping and I have that categorized as everything that doesn't fall into any of the other necessities because I'll randomly go to the store and get like a container for my house or whatever. All that stuff falls automatically into that category because I don't want to filter them out based on home goods and stuff because my budget's just not that big and I don't spend that much money so it's not really necessary. So that's it. Look at your income, your bills, and your categories. Categories is also probably the biggest section you're going to spend a lot of time on because really narrowing down how you spend your money and on what and how much you should be spending is probably going to take you the much time. So that would be number two, to make categories and then refine them. Number three, set budgets. Look at how much money you actually spend. So like after you looked at last month's transactions on your bills from Wells Fargo or whatever bank you bank at, categorize them and try to see if you're spending too much money in like one category. It's okay that these aren't perfect because you're literally going to look at them again in 30 days and say what worked and what didn't. It is okay. Just estimate and move on. Also a quick note, don't forget to include a like fun category, just like an extra money. This is what I'm going to use to treat myself, like that kind of category. Do not forget to include that because if you're super strict with your budget, it's going to feel like you're stressed out and you don't get to have any fun. So make sure you include a little fun budget. 
Okay, the next step is to not do anything for 30 days and then to look at your budget again. Really testing it is what's going to make this successful, a successful process for you. Because if your budget was kind of just created out of what was ideal in your head, but not actually out of like your spending habits, then it's not going to work. It's literally not going to work. So after one month of using your budget or of just spending money like you normally do and having the categories in a software I'm going to share in a few minutes, Go ahead and look and see what worked and what didn't and then try to change things based on that. For this to be successful, you really have to manage it monthly. So looking at your finances every month is really going to help you stick with what's the next step, which is set goals for yourself. Okay, when I talk about this, a lot of people go to more fun things, but the first goal, money goal that you should have is to have a savings account that has an emergency fund. So some people think like I would rather pay my debts down than to put money in a savings account, but the thing is, if you are paying your debts down and then this month you have to replace all four of your tires on your car and that costs like $500 and you don't have the $500, where's that going to go? It's going to go on your credit card and then you're going to have to pay like 19% on interest on it. And that is not what we want to do because if anything, that payment you paid down on your debt, you actually just gained and you might even have a higher interest rate. So you need to have a savings account that has a little bit of money in it. I'm not saying that you have to like have $10,000, but if you start with a goal of $500 and then make a six to one year plan to get $500 in that account, you can do that. I promise. It's totally reasonable, completely reasonable, and it will save you in the long run. I promise. I promise. So that's your first money goal that you should have. And then after that, look at your debts, look at how much you owe in different categories, make a plan to handle those, and then also look at fun things you want to do. Do you want to go on vacation? Do you want to invest in a business? Do you want to, I don't know, go see your friends in Phoenix, which is totally me. (laughs) If you want to do any of those things, go ahead and start making a plan to save for them so that you can pay for a fun trip and have fun. Your finances, you don't have to be super strict and very, very like organized with them to the point where all you're doing is spending money on necessities and not on fun things. It can be a mix and you can still be responsible and faithful with it in both. So, Pick a goal to set and then try to figure out a few steps of how to reach that goal. The last step that I have listed is to be free. And I say that because a lot of people don't realize how much stress money brings into their lives. I know that's the number one thing that I get stressed about. Even though I manage my money well, it still freaks me out and I'm still always afraid I'm not going to have enough, which is totally a faith issue with me and God. And obviously he's the ultimate provider and I need to trust that he's going to provide. But sometimes my head says, but the numbers don't add up. And I'm sure somebody else understands that too. But you have to have to realize when we organize and are faithful with our finances, then the only thing left for us to do is to be faithful to God and to trust that he's going to be faithful with us. And that means that he's going to take care of all of your needs. So really, it should be equaling freedom. I'm not saying it always does. I'm not saying it will immediately. But I'm saying that when we manage our finances well, then it will lead us into a state of freedom 
freedom and peace that comes with that. And also another note, always give yourself grace. It is okay that you didn't stick to your budget. It is okay that you went over this month. It is okay that you put something on a credit card. It is not the end of the world, but if you're aware of how you're spending your money, then you can handle it a lot better. I promise it is worth the time. (laughs) Now let's dive into how to stick with a monthly budget. I know this isn't always fun. I know it always ends up on the back burner and sometimes you just miss it or you forget about it or you don't handle it. But for us to be able to budget and actually stick with it and see how our finances are, we really have to check in with them and know what we're spending too much money on or even budget for things that we know are coming up or like, you know, you have to pay your taxes or all those things. Categorize those things and it prepares you to handle them. So how to stick with it one little tip is to find a strong motivating reason. So there's a book called, I think, Finding Your Why, but the book is all about how our why or like our motivating reasons behind things is what really helps us stick with things and pursue things. So finding a good motivating reason for you to handle and manage your money is absolutely gonna keep you going back and handling your budget every month. So for example, mine is pretty much right now to be able to pay off my debt and the freedom that comes with that and to honor God with my finances because I want to be financially free so that I don't have any restraints and I can go serve God in whatever form that may be, whether it's in more giving or choosing to go overseas again and be a missionary, all of those things I would have the freedom for if I wasn't tied to the debts that I have. And so that's one of my motivating reasons. So I encourage you to ask yourself a few questions like, why are you wanting to get started budgeting? What are your long-term goals? And how do you want to see God working in your life and your finances? Because he totally will show up and use a lot of different things in different ways to prove to you who he is and that being faithful is worth it. Another way to stick with it is to automate the system. This is my favorite, favorite, favorite tip. I already shared it. It's called mint.com, M-I-N-T.com. It is a application that is owned and run by QuickBooks, which is one of the biggest like monetary accounting systems online. I use it for all my business accounts. I am a freelancer and sometimes I do that for other people too. So I do bookkeeping and I use it. But for Mint, it's awesome. It is like user-friendly, super easy and it will go straight into your accounts. So on my Mint account, I can see my credit cards, my savings account, my checking account, and even my school debt. So I can see exactly how much I owe the school, how much I'm paying in interest, how much it's going down every month. That I see all in mint.com and I absolutely love it. And then it also lets you automate all those categories we created earlier. You can put all the categories in for the month and then it will automatically take your transactions from your credit and debit cards and it will put them in and it will automatically categorize them too. So if you go to Ingalls, you're probably spending money on groceries. It will automatically put that into the grocery category and it makes it so quick and so easy and I absolutely love it. If you're interested in the behind the scenes of my mint, I actually did an IGTV for this, for this specific podcast episode. 
So go to Instagram and go to created mag, created C-R-E-A-T-E-D, mag, M-A-G, and look at our IGTV account and it will be up there. And it is a behind the scenes look at what my mint account looks like. You can even see how much money I have right now, which is really funny. But I show you all my categories and like what the software is like, just in case you want to look into if that's what you want to use. But I highly, highly recommend it. And I even get notifications because it's an application on your phone too. I get notifications when I overspend in categories. That way I'm also instantly aware that I spent too much money on groceries or too much money on gas or too much money on clothes this month and it makes it easier to stick with my budget and since it's all automated it makes it so easy I probably only spend like five to ten minutes looking at my budget every month and that is totally an amount of time I am willing to do and I'm sure you are too. So that is another trick to stick with it. Automate the system, use Mint. I'm sure there's other softwares, but that one I've used for years and I absolutely love it. And another way to stick with it is to do this with a buddy. Send this podcast episode to a friend and say, hey, let's get started. Let's do this together because I want to handle my money and I want to be faithful to the Lord in this too. And I want to be free to go on vacation with you. So, Find a friend, see if they're willing to do this with you, sit down for an hour, go through your budgets, look at each other's and say, hey, maybe you could save more money in this category or blah, blah, blah. Give each other feedback and do it together because then it makes it more fun. And we believe in community around here. I absolutely, absolutely believe it's easier with somebody else. So that's my last tip for sticking with it. That's it, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And please, please, please leave a review and share this episode with one friend who you think needs to know more about budgeting or you want to be your accountability partner and let them know that you're ready to get started today. I love sharing this stuff with you guys. If you have any questions, please let me know. Go to createmag.com. I'm on there. Message me or DM me on Instagram. Always available. I'm so ready. If any question about budgeting, you didn't get answered. Seriously, just send me a message. I'd love to share. Thanks, friends. Have a great day.